0: Hello and welcome to episode 413 of the Veg Grower Podcast. My name's Richard and I'm trying to grow my fruit, vegetables and herbs in my allotment and in my garden. Now coming up today, I have a list of tasks and seeds that we can be doing throughout September. That's coming up in just a moment, but first let's find out what I've been up to over this last week. It is Wednesday the 1st of September 2021 today. It's the evening time. But what I've done today after work is a quick little experiment. You may recall that last week I went to Gardener's World and I came back with a bag of Easy Mulch. Which is meant to be a, a straw layer of mulch. And I wanted to test it out just to see how well it works. Now I have a, a rather large metal container in which I did have a blueberry plant which unfortunately had died. And I put that down to lack of watering, to be honest. So I wanted to plant another blueberry plant so I, I managed to get hold of a new blueberry plant. I've removed some of the soil and then topped it up with some fresh ericaceous soil which is a slightly acidic. Which is the correct soil for blueberries. Planted in the blueberry and then gave it a good watering can of water just to water it in well and then over the top I've added this straw pellet from this Easy Mulch into which I've then had to add another can of water just to see it expand and do what it should do of creating this mulch which I left it for about 10 minutes and I could see that it had started to expand and do what it should do. So it's it's kind of interesting to see if it's going to work out as a good mulch. I certainly think it'll be good in pots and places at home where, shall we say, we can afford to spend a bit of money. If this was an allotment or in a big bed, it'd probably be a bit too expensive to use. But never mind that. How long they will last is what we're going to find out as well. But at least now, I have started this experiment, and it's uh, going to look interesting. <coughs> it is Friday, the third of September, twenty twenty-one. I'm just at my veggie pod, which at the moment is just on watering the entire system, which is probably the hissy noise you can hopefully hear in the background. Now this is just a quick update because all I've done today is sown some lettuce. Now this is a lettuce called a musclun mix and it's there to provide us with, in a few weeks time, lettuce leaves cut and come again. As you know, we eat a lot of salad leaves and a veggie pod is where we tend to grow a lot of them. We use them, we'll cut and come again, we'll sow them every few weeks and we'll keep eating them. Added to that, this lettuce also was within this month's Seed Supporters Club, one of the packets of seeds I've sent out. So uh, yeah, they're sown and hopefully are going to provide us with these good little lettuces in a not too distant future. It is Saturday the 4th of September 2021 and I've had a day down on the allotment today. Now it started this morning I came down the allotment with my brother-in-law and my two nieces. You may recall last week they came around to help me a bit at home in the garden. I think my nieces quite like the garden Evelyn particularly the oldest one of the two she really does like her gardening. But they came down the allotment earlier today. Now the first thing I got my nieces to do was I brought down some pots and some old daffodil and tulip bulbs. These were bulbs that had grown in pots at home over the last couple of years but they started to lose their their vigour. So I wanted to bring them down the allotment to grow down here and I replace the ones I have at home. And what I did I got my nieces just to put all the bulbs into pots of fresh compost. Now they're not really edible plants obviously but They are are a spring flowering bulb and I think it's important to have a few spring flowering plants in order to feed the bees at that early point in the winter which is why I wanted to add them down here. After that, I did a bit of weeding in some of the beds and I got my nieces to water all the pots and follow after where I've weeded with the watering. And while we were doing that, my brother-in-law was streaming the grass areas and he also mowed the grass areas with my lawnmower that I brought down from home, my battery-powered lawnmower that is. And what we found actually, the battery-powered lawnmower did a pretty good job at cutting down the grass. It does need doing quite regularly so I'm going to have to bring it down on a, a regular basis until I get another battery-powered lawnmower to keep down here. But uh, what we did after that with all the grass clippings is I used that on the mulch around my sweet corn and my leeks. Just applying this onto the ground in order to suppress any weeds and retain any moisture. It's probably not so much needed at this time of year for moisture. It's probably going to be more for suppressing weeds. But as I've said many times, I'm trying to make the allotment less time consuming by having less weeds. And uh, a a multi-pronged attack is what I'm doing. Now they left about lunchtime and I, I quickly had to my sandwiches that I had brought down and then I continued with clearing out more weeds, particularly on the, the top half of the plot and streaming down the areas until my batteries ran out of power. I've got to admit, now that I've had this help down here today and we've, we've managed to do hell of a lot, hell of a lot, I've got to say, the garden, the allotment, is just looking so much better especially the bottom half so I'm really pleased with that and uh, long may it continue is what I'm going to say. Right I'm done for the day I'm going to head on home and then uh, we'll find out what I get up to tomorrow. It is Sunday the 5th of September 2021 today now I've had a bit of a odd day today I've not felt well, been pretty tired actually, didn't sleep very well last night, went out earlier on a, a long walk and I've came back and um, not really felt right to do a huge amount of work. That's not to say I didn't do anything, I did go out in the garden, gave everything a good watering because it is pretty dry still, but uh, the more water we give it the better these plants will become. But what I have done is in one of my beds I had a courgette plant now this courgette plant had produced some fantastic and delicious tasty courgettes but at some point for some reason I discovered the top of the stem had rotted I don't know why I removed it and the plant itself seems to have healed over But it's not flowered. It doesn't seem to be growing any better. The leaves are becoming, dying back basically. And it's just not producing anything. So it's had to come out. Now that's not a huge problem. That's just the way way it is sometimes. But what I've done in in its place, after giving it a bit of a clean up, I have then sown some mustard now this is a seed that I like to grow quite often I quite like mustard leaves usually I grow it in my veggie pot as part of cut and come again salad leaves but I figured actually no I've got space in the bed so I might as well use it so into that bed has gone a row of mustard which will grow and produce some spicy mustard leaves quite near the perilla as well funnily enough. Now mustard is easy to grow this is a, a variety called Mabuna which I saw gar- on Gardener's World last week. Monty Don has just started growing as well so it uh, be interesting to see how he gets on and how I get on with Mabuna. I have eaten it before and it is quite tasty but from the pictures I've seen it also looks like quite an attractive plant so looking forward to seeing how this performs. Well That is it for today, and that is going to be it for this week's diary section, because I know I've got an early start tomorrow. So, I'm going to run a commercial break, and then I will be back with a list of tasks and seeds for September. Well, that's the gardening week for me. Quite a busy one, as always, but also, it seems like the weather has started to warm up. The summer... That we haven't had has started to kick in. It means this week I've just got to keep on top of the watering and try and make the most of my gardening time. Now, moving on from the diary. Each month I buy a brand new product at the beginning of the month and to trial it and see how I get on for a month's worth of use. I'll obviously keep it after. I've used it for a month, but it's kind of a way of trying to see how things work out and whether it's worth spending the money on these items. Now, last month, I bought the Clark Rotary sieve. And I bought this because I thought I might start sieving some of my compost that I produce in the hope that it will produce a better, finer compost. You may recall when I first tested this product live on the the microphone on the podcast, I got a stone stuck between the bolt and the arm that spins the soil. And I said that I was warned that could happen. So what I did with those two bolts is I replaced them for pop rivets. And since I've replaced it for pop rivets, stones have not got stuck within the mechanism. So that was an amendment that I've made. But here's the reality. I haven't used it all that much. I've used it a few times when I was trying to sieve some soil to fill up some of my beds, being a no-digger. But what I found is that it seemed to take forever, and to be honest, it didn't really make any difference. The idea that I have with this Clark Rotary sieve is that I'll probably use it more, and this is after I've been using it for a month, for sieving my compost if I plan to pot it in something like pots, or even for seed compost It's quite good at making a nice fine compost, don't get me wrong, it is fine for sieving that all out. But as a way of using it regularly and using it on a large amount of compost, it's a bit annoying, it's a bit too much like hard work. So I'm going to class this as a tool that you might need but probably won't. So what item have I brought for the month of September? Well, this is an item that I brought from Gardeners World Live last week. And it's actually something that I've spent a long time trying to find the ideal thing to buy. Because it's a pair of welly boots. Now, you're probably thinking welly boots are 10 to a dozen. Easy to come by. Here's the thing. I'm size 12. I have a lot of trouble finding welly boots in my size. And the other trouble with being such a large footed person when it comes to taking the boots on and off it becomes very very painful but last week at Garner's World Live I was on the lookout for a pair of boots anyway especially for over the winter there was a stall that was selling these ultra light welly boots and when I say ultra light these are about as heavy as a pair of trainers they're incredibly incredibly light the company is called Leon Boots and the website is lbcboots.com I'll add links, of course, to that in the show notes for this podcast. I've tried them on a few times, tried them on the on show, and I tried them on when I've used them in the garden a couple of times. Nice and easy to get on and off, I've got to say, so far. Um, which is a big bonus for me because it means if they're easy to get on and off, I'll probably use them a bit more. I did find I got a bit too hot in them when the weather was hot but i guess that's kind of expected of course this is just the beginning of the month so we're gonna wear them throughout this next month whenever i'm in a garden and just find out how often i use them how well they succeed and whether i feel they are worth buying i should say i paid 45 pound for my pair which i was quite happy with to be honest so that's the item for the month now september what seeds can we sow throughout September? Well, there's quite a large selection to sow. Spring cabbages, obviously one that I'm going to be sowing quite a few more of. I've been sowing those last month, but I do like my spring cabbages and I don't want to keep keeping them coming. Mizuna and Mabuna mustards. I've actually already sown the Mabuna mustards. But any type of these oriental mustards are going to be well worth growing and sowing as well. Winter lettuce, of course, cut and come again salads that can grow, well, designed for the cooler months. Not quite winter just yet. What we sow now will be harvested throughout the autumn. Of course, we've got radish and turnips. They can pretty much be sown very late in on in the season like now. Towards the end of the month, I will be planting out my onion sets, my shallot sets, and my garlic cloves in order to grow more of those for next year. Uh, we can sow beetroot and salad onions, or spring onions as I tend to call them. Chilies can be sown for overwintering, especially if you get the right variety such as Apache. Personally, I wait till November to do that, but they can be done now. And that just means you get an early start and therefore an early crop next season. Wokbok and Pak Choi, also oriental vegetables and well worth sowing at this time of year. Coriander, parsley, basil, thyme. They can all be sown as well, in order to give us some herbs, especially on the kitchen windowsill, which will give us herbs right throughout the winter. Towards the end of the month, I'll be looking at sowing some peas. A variety called Felton first is one that I've selected for this. And also some broad beans, uh, a variety called Aqua Dulce Claudia. These will both be sown towards the latter half of the month. And they will be overwintered. So they can be sown directly in the ground. But they will grow and they will produce the peas or broad beans next year. But they will grow over the winter is the point that I'm trying to make for this. Uh, something I always do is grow broad beans over winter I just find them a lot more successful and not forgetting Swiss chard that can also be sown and I love Swiss chard but I also find the red and the yellows are just beautiful looking on a plot especially when they are growing over the winter so that's something else that I will be sowing this month now, what tasks can we do throughout September? It's uh it's certainly going to be a rather busy month in order to get on top of many many tasks. One thing I want to just make sure everyone keeps an eye out for is blossom end rot on tomatoes. And blossom end rot generally happens when tomatoes are not wanted consistently. Uh, you can tell it because the end of a tomato just starts to rot away. It's it's pretty nasty. Of course this year I think many people are only having tomatoes if they happen to have indoor tomatoes so uh, if your tomatoes have succumbed to blight like mine have outdoors apologies for bringing that up. If you've got celery growing in your plot it could need an earthing up. Cut back old blackberry canes after they've finished fruiting. Obviously Blackberries are starting to come into season now and I'm seeing plenty out and about. Once you've picked all the fruits off them, just cut them back and compost the canes. If your asparagus is starting to turn brown after leaving it to grow, cut back the asparagus, give it a nice trim and start thinking about mulching the asparagus with a seaweed if you are able to get hold of it. It's something something I can get hold of quite easily and something well worth doing. Towards the end of the month as I said in the seed section we can start planting out our garlic cloves, onion and shallot sets. Pop to a garden centre and choose the varieties you want to grow but also start thinking about preparing those beds very soon in order to make sure they are ready for that time. Now you haven't got to sow these as early as i do i usually aim to get these in the ground around september the 20th but you can actually sow these a lot later on into the year even october november even pushing it into december should you not be able to do it right away another thing that i think it's well worth doing is just start thinking about what varieties of fruit canes or bushes or even trees that you might want to buy and plant in over the winter Now, the reason I say this is actually throughout the winter months, many nurseries sell bare-rooted plants. Now, these bare-rooted plants are only sold throughout the winter because that's the only time you can really plant them. And I have a lot of success anyway by planting my perennial plants in the autumn slash winter time anyway. They seem to establish better. But the advantage with bare-rooted plants is that they are significantly cheaper than if you had to buy fully grown canes or bushes. It saves a fortune, really does save a fortune, and I highly recommend you look into that. I'm hoping to actually get out to a bare-rooted plant nursery and have a look and do a podcast of what they actually sell and do. That should be quite fun to find a bit more about. Uh, keep on top of watering your winter squash and your pumpkins they will start to really size up now and start ripening now what i usually do when it comes to pumpkins is i wait for the stalk on the pumpkin to turn brown before i harvest and that's when i know it is ready to go but until then just keep watering that Pumpkin plant, that winter squash, your butternut squashes, anything like that, as much as you can. They do love lots of water. Well, there you go. That's a list of seeds and tasks to do throughout this month. Of course, there will be a list on the show notes for this podcast, just like links to all the items that I have mentioned. Well, that is it for this week i'd like to thank you once again for joining me we will of course be back next week with another podcast but if you want to get in touch or share what you're doing or anything like that very easy to get in touch you can email me richard at veggrowerpodcast.co.uk you can visit the website at the leave a comment or even leave a voicemail you can reach me through social media just search for The VegGrow Podcast. And I tell you what, if you could leave a review on your podcast app, I would really appreciate that as well. It goes a long way to helping people find me a lot easier. Well, we'll be back again next week. So until then, please take care.